Metu Netur, Volume 5, Keys to Health and Longevity. Chapter 6, beginning on page 74. Divisions of the Spirit in the Brain. Divisions of the Spirit correlate to the various aspects of the brain. Division of the Spirit. Ba, Ku, Shechem, parts of the brain, frontal lobe. Ab and Shahu, parts of the brain, cerebral cortex. Kabayat and Kaab, mammalian and reptilian part of the brain. This framework has extremely far-reaching applications. It allows us to understand many yogic meditation and Kijang practices and doctrines. At a glance, we can understand the mechanisms involved in the Trakakam yogic practice for the development of the will and reasoning. It involves crossing the eye, looking at one's forehead, and concentrating one's attention there. This increases the blood flow to the frontal lobe and raises thus its level of functioning. Try it as you breathe rhythmically while thinking of being at peace and smiling in a situation in which you are in the habit of getting very upset. You will find that your will to be at peace will be automatically imposed on the mammalian brain. This will happen right away unless your cortex, the bridge between you, the will, and your limbic brain, is impaired by drugs or chronic emotioning. Now we can better appreciate the need for understanding the biochemical connection to spirituality and mental and emotional well-being. Applications of the Knowledge of the Divisions of the Spirit A close examination of the comedic framework of being reveals that the consciousness of most people reside in the three lower divisions of the spirit. The sahu or concrete lower mind, the kabayat or animal spirit, and the kab or physical body. There is also a partial development of the ab, the abstract mind. Division of, of the spirit. Ba, Ku, Shechem, part of the brain, frontal lobe, the program state, not yet. Division, spirit, ab, part of the brain, frontal cortex, lobe, program state, partially. Division of the spirit, Sahu, part of the brain, cortex, program state, partially. Kabayat, animal spirit, part of the brain, reptilian and mammalian, program state fully. We must break with the false teachings that the brain creates the way we think and behave. It must be fully understood that this is a vehicle through which nature, the Neturu divine intelligence, programs behavior to guide creatures on earth. But nature only programs the Kabayat animal spirit and the lower third of the Shahu. The rest must be done by man. Man is in charge of the completion of his development, evolution, or perfection. Errors in program result in illness, a compelling feedback mechanism. A major cause of illness is the commission of errors that are due to the lack of guidance and the proper use of these lower spiritual faculties. Most people are ignorant of the fact that the true source of guidance in life comes from within. Where and how did animals learn to create their social order? 
Where and how did bees, ants, beavers, and so on learn to create their dwelling? Instincts, we say. But what are they? Are they not sources of inner guidance? We must take note of the fact that the lower of the species is on the scale of complex biological organization, not evolution. The less is its need for education, if any at all. Snakes, fish, amphibians, insects, and so on are born with the wit needed for survival. They are born ready to recognize threats, to seek protective shelter, to defend themselves, to identify their food, to identify their habitat, and so on. Further up on the scale, we find mammals that are ready to walk and move with a group in few hours after birth and are ready for survival after a few months of guidance from the parents. But who taught the parents that they should teach their offspring and how? Again, the guidance came from within. At the point on the scale to the far extreme opposite, the ready-born we find, man. He knows not what to eat, has to be taught what is dangerous to his existence, how to get away from things that are dangerous to his existence, has to be taken care of, for about two decades of his life and we can go on. In fact, it takes about 30 years for the frontal lobe, which is most important survival tool to reach full development and another 10 years before it can be fully trusted. What accounts for the difference between the lower species and man? What we call instincts is guidance from the animal spirit since man is destined to be a divine being. The animal influence in his being is downgraded to the point of providing a minimal amount of guidance during the infancy period of life. Yet the animal spirit has enough power to create a great deal of harm if it is not reprogrammed to function in harmony with the higher faculties of the spirit. The lower species are lacking in higher brain functions because they have all the guidance they need from within. Man is lacking in instinctive guidance to enable her to develop the higher sources of inner guidance. Most people do not know that learning and guidance must come from within because of the culture that has come to dominate the world. Learning everything from outside is the entrenched way in the world for the past 2,000 years. Nobody bothers to ask, how did the first person learn to create an alphabet numbers, mathematic, the laws of physics, etc. Where else but from within? Can you think of another source? It should also be clear that the inner source of higher learning cannot come from the animal instinctive spirit, which is why it has been claimed by the sages that the foundation establishing teachings originated from a divine source. Proper guidance is essential to a good life. That is why all animals live in harmony with their environment and with members of their species. Lions hunt gazelles without endangering the gazelle species. And you have never and will never see a lion throw a tantrum and act all stressed out because it failed to catch its meal. Again, for the past couple of days, But man will simply because he is lacking in guidance from below the animal sphere and from above the divine sphere.
The problem was supposed to be remedied by the mind. Take note that the framework positions the mind between the divine divisions of the spirit and the animal spirit. Divine divisions of the spirit, Ba Ku Shechem. Mind division of the spirit, the bridge, Ab Shahu. Animal spirit, Kabayat Kaab. In the same manner, the animals are not responsible for the things they know what and how to do. So it is with the first set of men that received the higher knowledge that served as the foundation for civilization. The guidance came from a divine source. The information came through the Ku division of the spirit. The knowledge of how the mind of man was to be cultivated in order to allow for the communication between the divine spirit and the animal spirit was fully developed in ancient Egypt and lost with the destruction of its civilization. Yet, as all things are born and die and reincarnate, we are now experiencing the renaissance of comedic spirituality. For the past 2,500 years, a set of wrong ideas have been programmed into the minds of people and has led to the alienation of man from both the higher and lower divisions of his spirit. This is the reason that illness is running rampant in man's world. Scientists love to conduct medical research on animals to learn how to heal man, yet they are totally oblivious of the fact that the inner natural habitat animals are virtually free of the illness that are rampaging through the world of man. The reason is that they respond correctly to the challenges of life because of their inner guidance. The healing of man then must be based on a system that fixes her mind to establish the proper relation to a higher and lower parts of the spirit and the brain to enable man the proper responses to the challenges of life. Life is not stressful. Stress is an ignorant response to life's challenges, which are not only unavoidable, but necessary for the development of man's faculties. This is the reason why such mental healing methods that are centered on visualization of an organ functioning as it should or of the person being free from the illness have scored minor and limited success. Methods such as these which form the core of most mental healing systems do not go to the core of the forces that are responsible for the illness as we will see in the next chapter. Careful reflection on the comedic framework of being will reveal that people are primarily involved in a growth process that is taking consciousness on a journey from the animal vehicle to the mental vehicles to the spiritual vehicles. Health and well-being, therefore, will not and cannot be attained until man has elevated his consciousness to the highest parts of her being. Please note that in the same manner, that we have no input into our physical and mental growth, we have no input into our spiritual growth. Most people believe that their involvement in spiritual pursuits is a matter of choice. You will learn in the next chapter of the forces that are driving your consciousness to the higher centers of the spirit. In the same manner that you will suffer problems if the well-being of your physical body was neglected and if you did not receive adequate input into the development of mental skills, you will suffer from neglecting to cooperate with the imperative that are driving you to manifest a higher spirituality.
Illness is one of the means by which man will be forced to turn the spiritual life as most measures to deal with the host of its ills through material means will fail to achieve their goals. The point is that being the point that is being made here is that people in the world with the exception of the ancient Egyptians have not been given a correct knowledge of self. We will see in later chapters how this leads to a great deal of illness. I am sure that you have met a number of persons that have become ill by anxiety generated by fruitless search for themselves. The problem with the Western definitions of ego is that they confuse the self with the self-image. Earlier in this chapter, we learned that the self is devoid of energy and matter and thus incapable of experiencing emotions and sensations. It cannot therefore manifest feelings of low self-esteem and ego, maniacal emotions, and so on. The source of all behavior that is characteristic of a person and is therefore tied into into his identity is the self-image, the Ka in the ancient Egyptian system. We must take note of the fact that none of the dominant institutions in Western world has taken on a role of systematically and methodologically providing people with the knowledge of self, of the spirit, and the know-how to build a healthy and viable self-image. Everyone is left to fend for herself in these matters. The result is that the majority of people have created for themselves self-images that are the main sources of the stress reactions that lead to illness or the failure to heal. Self-images are built primarily out of the information from within and the main source of inner guidance in the majority of people is the weak and dysfunctional animal spirit in man. In building a self-image, the majority of people identify with their emotional and sensual animal spirit propensities and capabilities. Not only do their feelings tell them who they are, they also become the standard of what is right for honesty, for what they want, and so on. We will later see how this contributes to the majority of cases of ill health in the world. Health, on the other hand, can only come ultimately by a self-image that is based on the divine attributions, attributes of man. We will explore this in its entirety in future chapters. Self-image and spiritual and brain framework. Ba, frontal lobe, ku, frontal lobe, shechem, frontal lobe, ab, frontal lobe, cortex, is the divine self-image. Shahu cortex, kabayat, mammalian, reptilian is the human self-image. This framework shows us at a glance the brain and corresponding spiritual elements that go into the human and true divine self-image. The human self-image is composed of a partial aspect of the brain and spirit and their lowest. The divine self-image encompasses the totality of man's being. The fact, this fact from the standpoint of the brain is reflected in the reality that more than 50% of man's cortex is composed of brain cell connections that have not been committed to any function, that is, have not been programmed. While Western scholars might think that their purpose is to allow man to learn to make better and improve gadgets, 
the uncommitted brain structures are for the programming of the higher parts of his being. No amount of learning of technological wizardry will use even a smidgen of these uncommitted brain areas. The spiritual framework in light of the brain's framework. Many of you may be skeptical about the authenticity of the comedic spiritual framework of being. Is there really such a reality as a spiritual vehicle where man's union with God takes place? Is there such a vehicle through which man is able to receive the Metuneter, Word of God? Let's begin by noting the fact that bees did not program their brains to enable them to build hives to manifest a sophisticated society composed of a queen, soldier bees, and worker bees. Ants did not do the same in addition to manifesting the practice of enslaving other ants to perform the food gathering and storing labor. These creatures with puny puny brains did not sit around and discuss ideas on how to program bee behavior in order to create a society that maintains better order, a beneficent monarchy than human societies. Their brains were programmed by God, in actuality by a faculty of God that has been programmed for such purposes. What we have to understand is that the brains of creatures are receptors and storehouses of programs that originate in the spiritual realm. The programs that are stored in the reptilian and limbic system originate in the kabaic animal division of the spirit. The programs that are stored in the cerebral cortex and frontal lobe are designed to enable man to receive information from the higher parts of the spirit. The Shahu, Ab, Shechem, Ku, and Ba. Incidentally, according to ancient teachings, there is another brain center located at the top of the head, the crown center, which is supposed to be the brain for the Ba. Since science has not verified this center, it will be mute on the subject. I will be mute on the subject. It matters not for the simple fact that when you perfect the teachings in this book, you will become aware of it. The importance of linking the framework of growth as shown by man's brain and the spiritual framework of being allows us to correlate the spiritual wisdom of ancient Egypt and other wisdom cultures with findings of contemporary science. The knowledge and that the information you need to reprogram your brain and thus heal your person already exists in your divine spirit will remove and prevent anxiety that comes from not knowing how the process will be accomplished. You will learn that all that you have to do is to show the spirit what you want. And as long as you are working and establishing your divine identity and state of being, the spirit will do the rest. The faculties of the spirit Ra, or the Pout Neturu of Anu. And there's a diagram with first rectangles with arrows in a triangular rotation, autum, shoe, tefnut. Then there are a diagram with several circles, one in the center labeled Ausar. The next outer circles labeled with Heru, Kent, Nebthet, Auset and set 
Then the next circle is labeled Nut or Newt Heaven. And the final circle is labeled Geb. There's a diagram of the Tree of Life. Ausar, Tahuti, Sheker, their placement on the tree, showing their placement on the Tree of Life. And there's another diagram of the Tree of Life with Ma'at, Harukahuti, and Heru, and their placement on the Tree of Life. And there's a final diagram of the Tree of Life with Het, Heru, Sebek, Auset, and Geb with their placement on the Tree of Life. And here ends the reading of Chapter 6 on page... 86.